At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Wednesday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you from South Point Casino and Hotel. In fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, you've got some plays that we want to get to. I believe in Major League Baseball. Did you play a prop today, sir? I did. Trying to bounce back after losing on Verlander's prop yesterday. I took the uh, plus uh, 475, 8Ks and a win. Oh. I didn't realize Jordan Alvarez would pull it out for the Strohs. Yeah, I got the win. <laughs> I, I need, I, I've got a plethora of different plays in the LCS. I mean, teams to get to either the World Series, win it all. Okay. So I need I needed that one. It could have even I would have been fine if Seattle won as well. But I uh, took Zach Wheeler over five Ks mm. minus one twenty five. Dave, and the reason for this is he's had three starts against Atlanta this year, ten eight and seven respectively. But more importantly, Zach Wheeler's last twenty one innings, one earned run. Mm. It's been dominant. I like his ability uh, in terms of what he can do. Look, when he's on and Degrom's a great pitcher, Kershaw, mm-hmm. all these guys. This guy's got as good of stuff, plus plus stuff as anybody in baseball. Really a dominant pitcher, so I like him over five. Some of the numbers are five and a half. Um, I think he'll be effective here today. Tell you what, I, I initially was going to take a shot with the Braves to come back and win this series. I don't have either team in this series, but for me, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I think Philly's in great position. You got Wheeler and Nola still yet to come. Ranger Suarez only went four and a third or four and two thirds yesterday. Um, you did a nice job. You hold off the Braves late. Olsen with that three-run homer. So it's going to be an intriguing series. Tough spot for Atlanta having to win three out of four now. Hey, we talked about it yesterday here on Big Bets, and that was it became a must-win at 7-1, then mm-hmm. was 7-3, to three, and then 7-6. to six. And they do hold on to get the win, and now their rotation is set. So when you beat Freed in game one, like the Phillies did, and you beat their ace, that really does position you well for the rest of the series. I, I think we saw that a, a little bit as well. Uh, look like Seattle. My goodness, that's going to be a really heartbreak hotel to try to come back after blowing that one. Uh, remember, they had they did to Toronto. That's what Houston did to them. What Seattle did to Toronto uh, in their closeout series there. So I wonder what Seattle's mentality is going to be like today after blowing that one yesterday. I have to tell you, I think it hurts Seattle immensely that they're not playing today. To mm. sit around in Houston oh, thinking man. about and think about this, you're in H Town, right? And I was thinking about what time the game ended yesterday. I think it was around 5.30 or 6 o'clock Central Time. That's the lead story. You turn on the news on every channel there in H-Town, it's going to be about the Astros and Jordan Alvarez. Anytime you turn on SportsCenter or anything, that's all it is. You can't even turn on any sports to yesterday because even on the bottom line of hockey last night, you see that scrolling oh, along. Yeah. 
And what are they, his second team down in their final out to have a come-from-behind win? The other one we all remember, 88, Kirk Gibson, absolutely. So Alvarez with the huge homer. And, Dave, I'm, I'm telling you, they would have had a better shot if they were playing today than if they were playing tomorrow. And, by the way, I don't understand why Scott Service went to Robbie Ray. Scott Service, I'm sorry, Robbie Ray's numbers against the Houston Astros have been horrific. Mm-hmm. He went lefty-lefty, right? He, he did the old managerial thing again. Yeah. I don't mind that. Right, and, and and sometimes you go bring in a starting pitcher in to get one out. I know it's the playoffs, so you do things differently here, but clearly did not work out in their favor. By the way, that pregame total was six and a half, 15 runs scored. And out of the four games yesterday in the playoffs, three of them hit the over with the Dodgers and Padres getting there in the first five. Five to three was seven and a half. And then no run scored the rest of the way as the Dodgers hold on to get that win 5-3. to three. The only game that went under was the Yankees' 4-win win over the Guardians. Is there a trend with three of the four going to the over? Maybe expect more runs than we think, or we think maybe we come back to the mean a little bit? Well, I thought last night in the Dodgers game, great in-game opportunities you could have gotten. I got a bad number, and I got so lucky. I, I had under 8.5. Game ends up with a 5-3 final. You could have got 9.5, 11.5, some great opportunities Ooh. out there in terms of the numbers. And you mentioned, I thought the Braves game was the one series where it could be higher scoring. Yep. Both teams are capable offensively, but I think Dodgers Stadium at night tends to be more difficult to hit the baseball. I think the Yankees series, if you can get a run or two, you're going to be lucky. I mean, these teams, I think, are going to struggle. We saw Bader with only a sixth home run of the season, including the regular season. Rizzo hits the two-run shot. Big shot. I mean, and these are... These are not teams that are crushing the ball. Alvarez's shot, I mean, that one had an in-flight movie. Right. I mean, it was unbelievable. (laughs) And it was gone. The second it left the bat, Robbie Ray. Absolutely right. It was over. Just going back to the Robbie Ray point, Mm -hmm. against the Houston Astros this year, uh, his ERA was 1097. In 10 and two-thirds innings pitched, 23 hits, 13 earned runs, seven based on balls. Oh, and by the way, six bombs allowed. Two pitches, game over. It's all tough. Two pitches, in my opinion, series over. Woo! We'll see if they can rebound tomorrow, but you're right. They're going to be a lot of waiting around that hotel lobby today. You get out there, get your hacks. It's going to be uh, top of mind is a new thing. I don't know that I like it. It will be top of mind going forward for Seattle, how they blew game one to Houston. I, I've never heard that one before, uh, and I hope to never hear it again. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's making its way around the political circles. Uh, we do have some news and notes in the NFL world. And I think the biggest one is out of Miami. And it looks like that no Tua Tungavailoa. And uh, maybe also you're going to have no uh, Tyreek Hill. He might not be able to go as well. So it looks like Skylar Thompson is going to get that start because Teddy Bridgewater is still in concussion protocol. So all of a sudden, the injuries are mounting up for the Dolphins. They were the feel-good story after three weeks. And now all of a sudden, you lose two in a row, and you've got injuries everywhere I'm looking at this thing, and I see three and a half here. And, Kelly, let me just ask you, with those news and notes uh, on the injury front here, has this line shot up? Because I see now three and a halfs for the Vikings on the road. This thing could get a size four. Uh, that's the only movement we have seen so far is from three to three and a half on that news today. I jumped in. I was luck- luckily sitting right here in the same exact chair earlier on the numbers game. <laughs> uh, and uh, when this when this news came now, I, I grabbed up uh, grabbed up more of the three that was out there okay. with the Vikings. I I'm surprised that we haven't seen more movement on this, Dave. I, I think with the them making it pretty clear it's going to be Skyler, but like. I think that that the verbiage is important for yep. Mike McDaniel today, and that is, you know, expects uh, Skylar Thompson to be the to be the starter. I've seen some news outlets running with he is the starter. I think we're a little early in the week to maybe be going right to that, but you know, if head coach is saying he expects him to start, I think it's worth it was worth a bet out of me at least. I, I, you know what? It, if that's a bet I'm willing to lose, I'll tip my cap to Skylar Thompson if he if he's able to lead the Miami Dolphins to a win. I agree with Kelly completely. Listen, I'm not allowing a guy from Kansas State to beat me. I mean, if I'm the Minnesota Vikings, look, and it's I, not in prime time, which is good news for KC8. That's a great point. Great they call one o'clock. Kirk. Good point, Dave. Yeah. What's right? <laughs> one o'clock, Kirk, is the best nickname that I've heard. I've never heard that before. I really like it. That's, that is a good one. You're absolutely right about that. And uh, I'll tell you what, when you look at this uh, Minnesota team, great opportunity, almost blew that game against the Bears. I actually happened to watch the Bears-Vikings highlight this morning. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that run that Justin Fields had, I thought the penalty was a bad call. Yeah. And then um, I, I forgot who fouled it. Was that uh, Marquette Smith or whomever had the fumble 
Man, you got to get out of bounds. Here. Yeah. What are, what are you doing? They actually, look, they did cover the number the Bears did against the Vikings last week. Vikings had a big early lead. They don't cover seven and a, I think it was seven and a half, so it closed, and they went by seven. Bears actually got as high as eight. So if you're a skull backer, you didn't catch that. Three and a half, now you get away. By the way, Tyreek Hill is expected to practice. So that's good news in the Tyreek Hill front for Vikings, or for, excuse me, for. A Dolphins backers in this one against the Vikings, but too many question marks for me right now to trust this. Kelly got the best of the number there, a three, and I'm with you guys. Look, Skylar Thompson, maybe a full week of practice. If he's really preparing to be the starter, maybe is, is a surprise, but I'll take the known one o'clock Kirk and Skull, even though it's on the road here. But it, watch this number. It could go up higher than three and a half if this uh, news uh, continues to look bad for the Dolphins, at least in the quarterback position. The one other thing to point out real quick with them, Dave, is that Xavier Howard did also say today that he will play this Sunday. Okay. So that that is big. I mean, look, if the yeah. Dolphins get Xavier Howard and Tyree Hill in there going, yeah, it might offset that a little bit, but I'm I'm still comfortable with the bet. The other, the other thing that's always worth bringing up, Amal, you and I know the area well. My we, we are talking about Miami. It is a day game, but it, we are into the part of the year where it's cooling down a little bit. It's not yeah. like you're going down there at the beginning of September and it's going to be 92 degrees with a 1,000% humidity. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 30,000 people might make the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, big news out of Dallas, and this is – I guess it's a bit surprising because it looked like indications were that Dak Prescott might try to be ready to go Sunday night in their big showdown with Fly Eagles Fly. But Mike McCarthy said that the Cowboys are preparing for Cooper Rush to start for the fifth straight game instead of Dak Prescott. Uh, Prescott, by the way, rehab group today. That's what he's going to be doing in practice. So, quote, light throwing at the end of practice. The number's going up to six. So the news that it looks like Dak won't be ready to go. Now, look, I'm, I'm sure he'll be. We'll find out if, they're acti- if he's activated, i.e. something happens to Cooper Rush in this game, which would be the worst-case scenario. I almost have to think that if you're a Cowboy backer, go with Cooper Rush, give Dak the full recovery time. You know he's ready to go next week and roll the dice against the, the boys from the city of Brotherly Shove. Well, you bring up a couple of points. First of all, uh, kudos to Cooper Rush. He's played extremely well. Yes. By the way, he's given himself now the Chase Daniels deal in the NFL. Yeah. He's going to be around for 10 years, even even if he really can't play, but I think he's a decent <laughs> Pay quarterback. Pay me to hold that clipboard, baby. There oh, we go. it's the greatest job in the world. Chase- well, he's 5-0 and as a starter in the league. I mean, I think agree. of that. You name any quarterback that starts off their career, Patrick Mahomes, 5-0 and as a starting quarterback. and That's hard to do. So he had a really good outing last well, year in Minnesota, and now he's won the first four this year. Yeah, listen, before you put him in their MVP consideration there, Dave, uh, his defense has given up uh, 53 points in four games. You're going to win a lot of football games when you're giving up 13.25 points per game. The, the, they, they haven't given up 20 points yet. And it's exactly. It's, they it's they haven't even given tested. up 18. Yeah, right. exactly. But I think this can be an interesting game. I'm not going to play this one. I am looking forward to this one. I will be cheering for you, Dave, because I want you to be fired up on Monday. Well, I want my 7-1 to one to be live. Well, not only do I want them to be live, I, I do think it is more entertaining when the Cowboys are – doing well. I'm not going to give you that ESPN line like college football is better when Notre Dame's good. They haven't been right. good in 34 years, so why do we even care? <laughs> but my, my point being is I, I just think from a division standpoint, I think Philly's the more complete team. But if you're Philly, you have to win this game. You're right against a backup quarterback. You're on your home field. Gives you some separation between yourself and Dallas. And then you've got that one more game returning where you can cement this one. I think Philadelphia's offense is a little bit too much right now for Dallas. I think they get into the 20s here for the Eagles. And quickly, uh, Tank Lawrence and Micah Parsons, they're going to be limited in practice this week, yeah. but they are expected both to play Sunday night in Philadelphia. Get Steve Mackinnon. We got Jonathan Von Tobel talking NBA. The NBA guide is out. We'll discuss all those things later on. It is Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting network. Pro basketball season is ready to tip off, and now is the time to grab your VEASAN Pro Basketball betting guide with season prep on all 30 teams. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, is going to join the program in hour number two. They're going to provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. Also going to have five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this NBA season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Can't wait for that conversation with Jonathan Von Tobel uh, later on top of the hour uh, to talk all about the NBA betting guide. It's just fantastic advice. And again, we talked about with the NHL betting guide uh, with, with Andy McNeil that you're going to, for people that are new to the space, there are going to be some do's and don'ts, kind of some overviews. And Jonathan's going to be able to help people out for those beginning NBA uh, people that want to dip their toe into the betting space. Yeah, no, no, that I, I'm looking forward to asking about the, the Roy for the NBA. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be on Palo Bancaro, but yeah. I want to see who else he's considering. Wait, when you say that, I always feel like that Bancaro has been in the league 10 years. Like it, it's like, all right, he's a rookie. Like you, you get so exposed to some of these guys from Duke, big programs. You see him in summer league, and then all, all right, he's still a rookie. He seems like he's 35 years old. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I hope he plays till he's 35 because that <laughs> ice he had on during the draft, you know, it's tough to resell the PB necklace when you get that uh, custom made. Not too many people <laughs> out there looking for that peanut butter and jelly uh, not ice necklace. He, wait, Kelly, that's an official ice from, from the mall. Uh, yeah, there, he yeah, gets, yeah, he right, gets yeah. on me for the JU ice, right? But that, that was an ice reference. Ice right is diamonds. Come on, that's the JU ice. <laughs> if I said ice to somebody, they know what I'm talking about. This guy says JU ice. They're like, I didn't know I'm in the National Spelling Bee if over here. If it's over $1.50, that's too much JU ice. Going to ask Steve <laughs> Mack and join us uh, later on this hour as well with some of his primetime trends in the NFL. We'll get to Steve. Always fantastic numbers. Uh, that he has each and every week as well. Let's get to some college football talk. But before we do begin that college football talk, you got a tweet yesterday, I believe from a a viewer and a listener in Jamaica? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shout out Jamaica. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was Khalil. Uh, We appreciate everyone listening wherever and anywhere, so always appreciate it. I've never been to Jamaica. Have you been? I have, many moons ago. What was? Did you enjoy it? I did. And listen, I think the Caribbean's amazing. You, you know, I'm, I'm actually surprised because you're on the East Coast. Like, if you're on the West Coast here, everyone goes to Hawaii. If you're on the East Coast, you go to the Caribbean. Yeah, I haven't been either. I don't travel yeah. a lot. Um, uh, we're <laughs> going to get to the college football totals in a second. There is one other news and note that could affect, certainly, uh, how you handicap, potentially, the Raiders when they come back. And that is Devontae Adams has been charged with a misdemeanor for pushing down an ESPN cameraman. Now, you kind of knew this was going to happen. I don't know what the league is going to do, what the team is going to do. Devontae, for his part, did give what I thought was a heartfelt apology. But in America 2022, that will not suffice. So now he's been officially charged with a misdemeanor. I mean, my money says if you gave me odds, this is going to get settled out of court. Not going to see a courtroom. He's going to pay the dude, and everybody's going to go about their day. But if a suspension happens for a team that's already one in four, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just heartbreak hotel for the Raiders so far this season. But there hasn't been one game 
decided that their biggest loss was a six-point loss in overtime. Think of that. So they've been in every single game, and yet they're one and four. If they lose Devontae Adams coming back against the Texans, maybe you can survive. But I wonder how this might affect them long term. Yeah, no, I would agree with you there. But I think a lot of this comes down to coaching. I mean, you look at some of the situations, scenarios. They've had opportunities. They've been in situations. The Chargers game, they had the ball late to be able to win it. Cardinals game in overtime, they had an opportunity Man. to win it. Titans game, they missed a two-point conversion. I didn't like the decision to go for two against the Chiefs because I think if you kick the PAT, not because they lost, but my point is if you make it, then you force Kansas City to be more aggressive offensively. Bing, so you would have put yourself in a situation where they would have had four downs instead of three. It's like choosing to go second in overtime in college, right? Yeah. So you get that additional down. Or in the NFL, if, you get a, uh, if you're down three points, you have an opportunity to be able to tie it by using that fourth down. So, um, look, they go into their bye. I, I think you can – if I was the league, I would suspend him for a game. And just to kind of send a message of like, hey, listen, you can't do this. These are some of our league partners. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just think it's fairly simple. For him, it would be unfortunate because he would lose not only a game check. I don't know what his salary is this year, but it's a lot of money, probably a million and a half dollars or so. And then also um, you've got a settlement coming here. Uh, by the way, quick thinking by this guy to go down like he got shot. I'm sure one of those ambulance chasers are on the phone. I mean, how many ambulance chasers in Kansas City were calling this guy? I'm not saying that he doesn't have whiplash because we don't know. Look, look, I've been on the sidelines back in the day when they allowed reporters on yeah. sidelines in the 90s and 2000s with many a cameraman and woman. And if that happened to one of my people, I'd be very upset because that is – Devontae's in the wrong here. There's no There's no way. question about it. There's, right, no, there's, there's no, no doubt about it. But to your point – now, nowadays, in the culture we live in now, it's like, ah, the Dennis Rodman, right? That's, the kick. that's what I said before the show, Dennis Rodman. I mean, the guy that kicked Dennis well, Rodman, the, the look on that guy's face was not of pain. It was like, oh, money. I, I <laughs> See, if I were Rodman in that case, I would have gone all the way to court because the guy reacted so late. He did. It was he, a delayed I, I, reaction. Was del he, like, realized, wait a second, I got a chance to cash in here. Even in this particular instance, I, I didn't see it that clearly. I, I know he pushed the guy, but. You know, he's gonna end up it's gonna end up costing him a pretty penny here. Yeah. And, and for what all, really makes me mad is some ambulance chaser is gonna get thirty-three to forty percent. And by the way, for, for for all we know, and look, you don't know athletes until you know athletes, he has got one of the better reputations in the league, Devontae Adams, as being one of those truly good guys, however you determine that to be, right? This is an unfortunate incident, but he is in the wrong. So there's there's no other way around that. I'll be very curious to see what the league does. And if the Raiders do something first to kind of almost take the lead on this and not force it, go to the league. So we'll see what happens there. But that situation is something to keep on your radar uh, before the Raiders come back potentially to play without Devontae Adams if he is suspended for that uh, tilt against the Texans after the bye week. We do have college football tonight. What night? Wednesday night now. Wednesday we're just night. starting these games earlier and earlier. I, I was just saying that downstairs before the show. I was like, I guess we're just starting these early these uh, these days now. Like, well, we have Monday night college football during the regular season at some well, point. Well, they're, they're not playing on Thursdays for some reason. But you uh, know, I'm not. Well, why, wait, Hudson, why are you both complaining? No, I'm no, 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 no. We're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to keep track of. We got playoff games to watch in baseball. Fair I got enough. other things in the calendar. Fair enough. I didn't know either of you were TV execs. You know when they complain? <laughs> well, the game's too long. <laughs> Who complains the game is too long? There's what? only 13 Saturdays of college football. Okay, I got to suffer the other 352 days of the year. Give me a break. I want this Wednesday night action because I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not that excited about Darvish and Kershaw. Give me that game five years ago. You wait, 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 wait. You want to watch Marshall laying ten and a half against Louisiana instead of Darvish and Kershaw on the sporting betting calendar? I tell you right now, if it weren't the Dodgers, the ratings would probably be comparable. There'll be more money bet probably on this game. I mean, not literally, but my, my point is people love football over baseball. No, that's true. It's the national pastime. Whether it's got you know, it's, it's past its time. Baseball. Yes. Well, they're trying with this three five seven system, which I actually like in Major League Baseball, the new playoff system. I think it's terrible. I think it's a it's a disservice to the teams that have tremendous seasons. You know, the Atlanta Braves had so a wait, phenomenal you think my year. They won. should have been in best of five. Absolutely. Fine, then let's play it. I'm with you. Now. I just said that to appease him. I actually like the three-game set, but my point is, I think if we see teams that Houston, uh, the Yankees, let's say, you know, because all these teams having played a game, I think it's a huge advantage. Look, the, the Seattle bullpen melted down. Yeah, they did. But the reality of it is you could see the fact that they had played those games against Toronto, came back from a 9-1 deficit, the difference it made coming into game one against Houston. It was a fluke that the Strohs come back and win. Otherwise, now they're facing having to win three out of four games mm -hmm. with the second-best rec record in baseball. It's a good point, Counselor. 
I'm not, look, I'm saying when you're on the board there with Manfred, these are the things we're going to bring up. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he's a baseball fan. Ooh, and that might be part of the problem. I just heard from certain sources within Major League Baseball. <laughs> People are saying Louisiana and Marshall. So now you're going to lay 10.5 if you want the uh, Thundering Herd tonight against Louisiana. How do you break this game down? By the way, for college football yeah. on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, a relatively low total of 46. Do you expect more points to be scored than maybe what we're uh, giving it first credence at? Uh, no, listen, Marshall is a team that you look at them offensively. Inconsistent is the one thing I would suggest about them. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They had that great win against Notre Dame, we know. But then you only score tr- seven against Troy. Yeah, you beat Gardner-Webb, big deal. And you lose to Bowling Green. Those are, t- uh, especially BG, you can't lose to. Louisiana is really a team that struggled since Billy Napier left. They took a lot of transfers with them down to excuse me, to Florida. Mm-hmm. This team, I, I think it's a challenge in this game. I'm not going to touch this game. Look for an in-game opportunity. Um, to me, that that's really where you can make some money sometimes if you don't play a game before it starts. Uh, it's, it's great advice, and you, you're really good at that. I always, you know, when I was teamed up with Wes Reynolds uh, year one here, that's, that's exactly some angles he'll look at as well, which is if you don't like certainly a total, you can hang out a little bit, see how the first quarter goes. If you get some low, you know, maybe no score in the first seven, eight minutes, see where that total dips to. And then if you've already played a, a you know a pre pregame under, if you will, hop back in and over, look for middle situations. That's a good way to handicap some of these Wednesday night, Thursday night games. Yeah, I think it gives you an advantage. And you know, Dave, one thing I would advise, and this is the best piece of advice I ever got in betting. Okay. So for example, this game is on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine said to me one time, he goes, Would you bet this game? If it were on a Saturday, that's, that's a great, great question. And so if it's not a standalone game, how many of you are going through the Alabama, Tennessee, TCU, Oklahoma State game? And you're going Louisiana Marshall. Now, look, there's a game every once in a while that creeps up on a Thursday or a Friday. That you go, I absolutely love this game. I'm going to take it. No problem. But I don't think this is a game you're jumping to on a Saturday. That's such a salient point. Really, for, for anybody listening and watching out there, would you have bet this game Marshall against Louisiana if it was on a Saturday? Be truthful with yourself. When we come back, Steve Mack is going to be here. Take a look at some of his NFL primetime trends next on Big Bets on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to join nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's time on is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is... An addictive chemical. So is the show. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Each and every Wednesday, I always look forward to, and I know Maul does as well, bringing in Steve Mackinnon to look at the notes and numbers that he has. And today, Amal, we're going to focus on prime time trends. And before this conversation is out, I got to get his thoughts on the South Point 400 as well, which is going to be grand marshaled by Brent Musburger uh, this weekend. Steve, great to have you back in the program, my friend. First, before we get to your trends, what happened to the Packers over there in England over the weekend? I had a bunch of teaser plays that went up in flames. 17-3, Steve. I'm thinking, man, I am easy street here. What in the wild, wild world of sports went down there? Uh, You know, the word that comes to mind is potentially complacency. Hmm. They seem satisfied at where they're where they're sitting at with that lead. Now, one of the things that concerns me about this team so far is they they seem, if you want to say Matt Lafleur possibly, uh, to be appeasing Rodgers. This team's a better running team than a passing team right now, mm-hmm. and uh, they're putting a lot on Rodgers that doesn't need to be put on Rodgers. And I'm wondering if this has anything to do with being a two-time back-to-back MVP here. Uh, and trying to trying to keep his legacy up for his uh, individual performances. It's a great point. How they don't run the ball third and fourth and one is beyond me. But I'm not going to lament it anymore, Amal. you got to put bad beats behind you and move on to this week. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. And to see two balls batted down at the line of scrimmage was a bit shocking because you're not used to seeing that with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, before we get into a couple of questions, Kelly, I know you had a uh, yes. question coming from Twitter for Steve. Oh, well, yeah, we did have a, a question tweeted at us about uh, what the better home field advantage is, mm. Denver or the heat humidity in Miami. And I thought 
Steve Mackin would be a good person to uh, ask this person. question to. So, Steve, what do you think? Beer home field advantage, Denver or Miami in the NFL? <laughs> Denver. Yeah. Uh, not only because of the clear, because what has been a better franchise over the last couple decades, but also I, I think the weather factor is people love going to Miami. Why wouldn't you want to go to Miami if you're a road <laughs> team? So you, you show up and you're happy to play there. Well, I, it's, right. it's, it's exactly right. And again, we know that normally Miami's not going to have a ton, no disrespect to Florida. They're going to have a lot of visiting teams that come there. That's not going to necessarily be the same in Denver. We're going to get a lot of teams from the other side traveling. Yeah, absolutely right. And I would point out a couple other things. I think it's tougher to play in South Florida in September. Mm -hmm. And that we're talking maybe two, three games max. You look at Denver, not only the weather in December, maybe potentially January or even late November, but more importantly, the altitude, right? You you can't necessarily train your body for that just in, you know, kind of getting there 24, 48 hours beforehand for that. So I think that's always played a role. We've seen that in the playoffs in the past. I know the Browns used to go in like on a Tuesday, yeah. try to get acclimated a little bit more. So I would agree with Steve. Denver's definitely the edge there. All right, we're talking to Steve Mackin. Of course, follow him on Twitter as we do at Steve Mackin and Vison Editor. Steve, let's talk about some of these trends that you're seeing in prime time here. And let's start off with Thursday Night Football because these are very interesting to me. Home teams owning a record of just 26 and 22 straight up. Uh, but the ATS numbers, not good at all, Steve. What are you seeing here? Why do you think we're seeing the, the visiting teams at least uh, having some success, ATS, on these Thursday night games? Well, you know, I, I believe anytime you there's a change in a routine, I think some of the advantage is lost for, for a team that's expected to have an advantage, you know, being at home. Now, one of the interesting things I've found on the Thursday night, and you'll see this in the article, is that the early season games – huge road uh, dominated games. The late season games, weeks nine and after, home teams have been very, very strong mm. in those. So look for that when we switch over to that second half of the season. I, I think home field advantage when you're coming, you, when you're used to playing in a, a certain routine for the first eight weeks or so, I think when you have to change that routine and travel on the road after just a couple days back at home, I, I think that makes it tougher on road teams. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out going forward. Uh, I want to go to the Sunday night football game. Home teams own a 33 and 24 straight up record, 30 and 26. And I bring this up because Dave's Cowboys are yes. playing on this game. Crucial game in the NFC East. Everybody's kind of given Philly the mantle and the torch at this point in time. I don't necessarily think it should be a foregone conclusion. Um, in terms of the ATS right now, the home teams are 53, excuse me, almost 54%. And Unders also held the edge on this total in the game at 59%. It's 42.5, which seems high for a Dallas game based on the way this defense played 53 points allowed in the last four games, Steve. Uh, which way would you potentially look at from a total or a side in this game? You know, I got information that's kind of going both ways on this one. And you talk about the home field advantage overall on Sunday night being higher than the other two primetime nights, and I think there's a reason for that. I think you got better teams uh, hosting games on Sunday nights, and that just naturally leads to more home field advantage. So you got a 5-0 and team this week playing at home. Obviously, you'd think it's going to be a pretty uh, raucous environment for the Cowboys to have to travel into. Uh, so that, that in itself makes these Sunday night games more difficult for road teams. Now, there's also a thing going with the Eagles that home teams in divisional games have been pretty solid lately. 15-6 and six straight up and 14-6-1 and one ATS in these Sunday night games. So that's 70% there. Now, for, for Dave, however, I want to give him one glimmer of hope here. I found <laughs> this a very interesting nugget. When a team has come, gone into the Sunday night game undefeated, okay, and the other team not undefeated, the undefeated team in the last 11 games is just 3-8 and eight straight up and 2-9 and nine against the spread. So very interesting nugget there. A lot of pressure on Sunday night to keep that undefeated streak going, but it also motivates the underdog team. Oh, Steve McEnany, you just gave me hope for those boys. Uh, if Cooper Rush is quarterback getting that six, I, I do like that. And, and sometimes there is pressure when you are now expected to keep rolling as a six-point favorite as the Eagles are. I want to get to the Monday night trend as well that you have here. Uh, and this week we've got the Broncos and the Chargers. Monday night football home teams have very little advantage, uh, basically 32 and 27 straight up. But ATS, it's almost 50%, 49.2. And totals unders, again, are holding us a big edge here, almost 61% to the under. Uh, I guess that would be good news for Denver 
going to L.A. this weekend where the Chargers really don't have a home field advantage anyway. Yeah, you know, to me, if this feels a little bit even like last week's game with the the, the AFC or the, you know, the AFC West showdown with uh, the Raiders and Kansas City. It sometimes it feels just tough to lay points. You know, what I mean, and, and these Monday night games, it, it, it's proven not to be a, a very good recipe to lay the points. Uh, underdogs typically have a have a good shot on Monday nights here. Now, again, I think this is stems from routine again. I mean, you get out of a situation where if you're a favored team on Monday night, you throw off the routine, and it, it just doesn't feel the same. So uh, I give Denver a puncher's chance in this game, regardless of how they're playing, uh, regardless of how that offense is going. I, I think it comes a lot different when you get into a divisional situation like this. Steve, got to ask you quickly about your Bucky Badgers. This team now, all of a sudden, they make a coaching change, and now we see Jim Leonard in there, and the team looked refocused. They could take care of business. Now, I don't want to give them a ton of credit. Northwestern's already off to a bad start, and it got worse against Wisconsin. How do you see this team uh, kind of shaking things out in the West? Because I still think this is going to be an interesting division. Nobody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about the Big Ten East. But the Big Ten West is going to be interesting. i got to be honest with them all. I don't see it happening still. Uh, whatever happened last week, uh, uh, and to me, it seemed like a fluke. Uh, maybe just a, a little bit of motivation of come together to back their new coach. But when it comes down to the brass balls here, yeah. you're gonna. Ha- this team's still gonna have to throw the ball against good defenses. It's still gonna have to prove that it's strong up front as it as it has been in years. And I just don't think it. It's been. I mean, one game compared to the previous five games this season, I, I don't think you can uh, be oversold by that now. And to be honest with you, I was quite stunned when I saw them as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at, at Michigan State, regardless of how Michigan State has looked the past few weeks. It does feel a little bit high, too, to me uh, at seven-and-a-half, but they do easily cover the number last week against the, the Wildcats. Yeah, well, let's be real here. Michigan State put up 20 points last week. The first one was a gift by C.J. Stroud, and then the other came in garbage time. Yeah. I'm not exactly convinced that Michigan State is all you know that much of a team that you can challenge. I think defensively, Bucky Badger's going to be able to keep them in check. I'm a little bit surprised by this total, though, at 49-and-a-half, guys. Uh, where are the points coming from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's interesting. And, and I actually was talking to my son about this game uh, the other day, and uh, we've had some pretty ugly losses at Michigan State. I yeah. mean, the, the Badgers go to Michigan State. I get that eerie feeling almost every time that when they're going to East Lansing, thinking something's going to go wrong here. Uh, there was a particular game uh, made 10 years ago. I think we were about a seven, maybe seven and a half point favorite, something in that range. And Badgers got blown out 49 to 14. So uh, I don't see that happening this week, but I, I, I wouldn't be comfortable at all laying these seven and a half points. Steve, sorry we ran out of time. We can't talk South Point 400 with you, my friend. But always appreciate the expertise and the insight. Uh, great stuff as always. Follow him at Steve Mackinnon, RV Senator. Enjoy the game, Steve. We'll catch up again next week. All right, thank you, guys. All right, when we come back, Champions League. Going to pick your brain, see what you like there in the world of soccer, football, as they say over there. Come on back. It's Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your skates with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for all the latest lines, odds, boost this hockey season. The action is going to start right at Puck Drop on Tuesday nights with our Tuesday first goal insurance promotion. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app every Tuesday and place a first goal score wager on any game. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. It was good to see hockey back in the mix last night. The Rangers, Blue Shirts get that win over the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, boys in Las Vegas. He got a win against the L.A. Kings, so a good start to the hockey season. Yeah, it was. I think they scored with 25 seconds remaining against the Kings. I thought that one was uh, going to be going to overtime, but it doesn't wind up to be the case. I'll tell you one thing. Watching the game last night in the baseball game, I was thinking to myself, my God, how do people on the East Coast watch sports? It is so late. I got to be honest with you. You know, being an East Coast kid, growing up on East Coast time, working in East Coast uh, sports department for almost 20 years, if I had to do the morning show back in my old stomping grounds at Fox 5 in D.C., I would pray for no overtime because all I was thinking was I got to watch this game. If it's a West Coast game, say like a Wizards-Lakers game in the NBA, that thing goes in over. It's 1 o'clock in the East Coast. Then you got to be up in three hours and talk about it. So, like, it is a different element. You come out here to the desert, it's beautiful. You get games in the morning. You still have your nights. I, I'm with you. I'm like a born-again West Coast sports viewer. I remember I was at a Stars-Ducks overtime game that went to the fifth. Luckily, in, in the fifth period, the goal was scored within the first minute. Game ended at one-something in the morning in oh. Dallas because it was a late start to begin with because it was playoffs, and so you adjust for TV. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So everybody, the point is just move out to Vegas, and you won't have to stay up as late. That's the way we do it out here. Let's talk about the Champions League. By the way, I'm terrible with time change. So what time do you have to get up to watch – some of the uh, Champions League stuff. Is it like, is it happening in the middle of the night? Is no. it the morning? I don't know. Well, it depends on when you go to sleep, but if you're on the East Coast, you're going to have to get up at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 3 o'clock in the afternoon! And, and if you're here in Vegas, you're going to have to get up in the next 10 minutes, okay. so you're, you're in good shape there. But <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some of the Champions League, uh, the schedule and some of the odds that we have out there today. Barcelona against uh, Inter Milan. you got the Rangers against Liverpool. Uh, Victoria, is it Pleisen, Pleisen? Uh, yeah, against Bayern Munich. I couldn't even see there for a second. I know. There. My eyes are getting bad. So w- when you look at this uh, on this big board today, what do you like on it, and what do you think is the best way to handicap? You don't have to necessarily play all three, but what do you think might be some of the better wagers out there? Well, I'll tell you the game that I'm interested in today is going to take place. Uh, it's going to be between Marseille and um, and Sporting Lisbon here. Uh Lisbon got embarrassed last time by Marseille 4-1. I think they'll bounce back and be much more defensive in this one. I do think they'll probably eke out a win at home here. You can get them at plus 120. Um, here's the thing I find interesting on the betting markets. On the three-way line, for people that are unfamiliar in soccer, you, mm-hmm. have, you have Sporting Lisbon, you have Marseille, and then you have, of course, the draw. So you can get Lisbon at plus 120, draw plus 255, and Marseille at plus 220. However, if you take... Lisbon at minus a half a goal. It's plus 135. For the life of me, I don't understand how these two numbers are different. It's the same thing. Right. So, again, you're trying to find the best of the number, and sometimes people just overlook that and play the worst number when you have the better opportunity for the exact same outcome. Absolutely right. So, again, those are some of the things you have to just look for. And, again, a sharp better like them all, certainly when you look at some of that action in the world of soccer, you're going to be able to find those things. Is that something for a, a novice better to, to the to soccer betting? What would be some of those things to look out for? Because I know some people will get confused by the three-way lines. Yeah, absolutely. Pay attention to that. Now, so, for example, if this game was just, say, a pick em on the uh, head-to-head against the spread, mm-hmm. the advantage of taking that is you're going to get a worse number, but, you, but if the game ends in a draw, you get a refund. Whereas here, if I take Lisbon today, which I, I'm going to right now, 
Uh, I need them to win the match, regardless by one nil, four nil, whatever. But basically, they've got to win the match. If they end up with a one-one draw, what have you, you lose. Okay, so again, those are some of Amal's uh, best plays for the day uh, in the Champions League there. And again, for those people that struggle with time change like I do, if you're out here in Vegas. It's not going to interrupt your sleep at all. You're going to be just fine. Hey, guess what, Dave? No matter where you are, this match starts in about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. The that's all, that's all you need to know. 10 Everybody's minutes from now. Don't worry about a thing. Let's get to some of the Saturday college football action. And I do want to start off with a big game, obviously, in the Big Ten. And that is Penn State against Michigan. Now, I've seen some subtle line changes here uh, in the big house for Saturday. By the way, this is going to be a 9 uh, Pacific time matchup here. So a little bit later here, Central Time, not as bad. Now, Michigan was seven earlier in the week. Kelly, I'm starting to see some seven and a halfs out there. So Michigan money feels like it's coming in here early. I do feel like with some of these marquee matchups, we're going to talk about Alabama, Tennessee, USC, and Utah. A lot of people, I do believe, are going to be liking the dogs. Now, it's still seven here. I have seen some seven and a halfs. We do hold or fire, and in kind of the abbreviated version of, if you like... Back in the block M, yeah. you better grab those sevens now because it doesn't feel like it's coming down to six and a half. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And uh, Penn State's done pretty well in this series. If you look at it, uh, you go back here in this one, probably all the way back to 2008. Uh, they've won in this matchup seven times. Michigan, during that same course, has won five times. So uh, last year, the Wolverines getting the better of it, 21-17 in State College. Mm-hmm. Um, Penn State won last time they were in Ann Arbor, 27-17. This is going to be an intriguing game, Dave. I'm with you. I like the Nittany Lions getting seven here. I think the total's high. I think this game's going to be played in the low 20s. This feels like, you know, Wolverines probably 27, uh, 24, maybe right there on the total. But I'm actually 24, 20, somewhere in that range. I think it's going to be a defensive game. If you're, you know, on either team's coaching staff, you're not going to take unnecessary risk offensively. Mm-hmm. You're going to play punt and field position. Uh, this should be a great game. I, I do think it's a bit criminal this game is being played at uh, noon Eastern. This game should have been a 3.30 game. Yeah, I'm with you. It feels a little bit early in the day in the East Coast there to kick this one off in the big house. You mentioned the way the game might be be called by the head coaches, right? Yeah. Certainly Harbaugh. I can understand that. J.J. McCarthy has not turned it over. He did turn it over against Indiana. and I, I, He really has a great touchdown-to-interception ratio here. Is it going to come down to, in your eyes – if you like the Nittany Lions getting the seven, a possession-type game, which quarterback makes the mistake? Because that's the way it feels like to me. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And uh, to me, when I look at this Penn State team, you've got a little bit more experience as you reference at the quarterback position there. And I think that'll help this team in this particular matchup. Look, I know that Auburn is not as good as they've been in years past, Mm -hmm. but you still go down on the road and you get a dominant victory. That helps you a lot. Sean Clifford, he's, you know, he's kind of been there, done that. He's not a guy that you're going to look back and say, wow, he's a great quarterback in the right. lineage of Penn State quarterbacks. But he's been efficient and effective, and that's what you need in this game. And um, this is going to be a crucial game in terms of being kind of an eliminator in the Big Ten uh, East. And you nailed it perfectly. This does feel like a loser-leave-town match yeah. as far as trying to get to the college football playoff. Absolutely. If the, either one of these two teams, both, by the way, in the top ten here in the AP – if they want to be in that conversation at the end of the year, this is a must-win before you play Ohio State on later uh, for both these team schedules. No question about it. All right, so this is going to have uh, rippling effects here in the Big Ten, who comes out on top at the Big House. Let's get to the Big Tilt in the SEC, Alabama against Tennessee. Now, this, is, again, is 7.5. You look at right now, it feels like most of the money has been coming in on Rocky Top. Yeah. Now, this, again, sometimes recency bias. You look at Alabama – Boy, really struggled against again last week against A&M. That was at home, by the way. Really struggled earlier against Texas. That was on the road. They win by one. Is this really going to be a struggle for Nick Saban and company? Well, it depends. If Bryce Young plays, I don't think so. I, I still think they're too dominant. They got too good of individual talent in Bryce Young. It just changed the dynamic of what this team is. Now, they did have that hiccup against Texas. They didn't play well. Nope. The Arkansas game, I know it got close in the third quarter. I didn't really feel like they were in trouble in that football game. Um, could have and should have lost that game against A&M. Boy, I mean, Jimbo, but, let's call a play at least to the end zone. I mean, what, are you, what are you doing here? I, I, you I'm got a chance you, to beat them. If you said to Jimbo Fisher before the game, you're going to be down four with three seconds remaining, the ball's in the Alabama two, you take that every day oh of your God. life. You're signing up for that. You can't wait for it. Missed opportunity there. I think the key in this game is can Tennessee get off to a fast start? Because I think the problem when you play Alabama is you know how great they are. 
that you're so used to mentally thinking, oh, God, here we go again. And if you're Tennessee, you got to get that crowd into it. you got to get it going early. Um, by the way, I do feel sorry for Tennessee because they've still got to play Georgia. I mean, you wind up with the number one and number three teams in the country. Not an easy task, but real opportunity to kind of see where the program is and a measuring stick game here for Tennessee. And I'll tell you another thing. If Alabama loses this football game, mm. they're going to have to run the table, including the SEC, to be able to get to not, not only to the conference championship game, but to the college football playoffs. Don't worry. They're going to expand the playoffs that so Alabama's in every year after this year. That's By the way, the happen. only team that would have made it if they had an expanded playoff since it started in 2014 is Ohio State. I had a feeling you were going there. I just stating facts, my friend. It's just, just facts. facts. Uh, by the way, the pro tip for our number one, and it's a really good one of them all. And this is this should be a red flag for wagers out there that are maybe dipping their toe in to go, hey, if it's a it's a standalone game, right? Certainly in the NFL, you can understand why there's going to be a lot of action on. But in college football, i.e. tonight, Louisiana and Marshall, you don't have to play that game. If you weren't going to play that game on a Saturday or a Sunday in college or the NFL, you don't have to play it just because it's the only game on on deck tonight like we have in college football that is the pro tip for hour number one it's a really good one just be truthful with with yourself were you gonna play that game if you weren't you can lay off when we come back donovan von tobel excuse me i get choked up talking nba when we come back next year on big bets on visa and the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.